Welcome back to Talkville, the rewatch podcast you've been itching for since late Monday night. Are you ready? Or late Tuesday night, because uh, you're watching Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum on Tuesday. I hope you guys are supporting that show, for God's sakes. I, I would hope so. It's uh, I so, am. Thank you. We talk about mental health and life, and it's not just celebrity talk, so I hope you give that a chance and subscribe. Um, InsideofYouPodcast.com. You can go on my link tree on Instagram. You'll find it. Ryan works on that show with me. I do. Yeah. But we're not talking about that show, are we? No, but I thought I'd mention it. Anyway, our socials here on Talkville. <laughs> thanks for coming back to us. Our Talkville podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Talkville pod on the Twitter. Uh, you didn't get a chance to call our hotline 213-JET-Q or leave a question. Make sure you do for future episodes. All this stuff's on the link tree on Instagram, and you can find it on our handles. Um, and let's just dive into this. we got a lot to talk about. Without further ado, let's get into Season 3, Episode 9, Asylum. Another... You, what? You want to hear my first issue? Great. What is it? When Lex climbs the chain link fence and grabs a barbed wire, why yet. aren't his... Wait till we're there. <laughs> Asylum, aired January 14th, 2004, director Gregory Beeman V. Uh, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer, just saw Todd. Uh, he, he was striking at Paramount with me. Guest star. Listen to this list of guest stars. I mean, this is like you need to watch the show because you got Ian Summerholder as Adam Knight. Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Ian Randall. Jesse Metcalf as Van McNulty. Lorena Gale as Dr. Claire Foster. Sean Ashmore as Eric Summers. It wasn't Aaron. It was Sean. Oh, I text Aaron and said, would you be on the podcast? Could you imagine? He's like, that's not me. Or he could just con you and say, and just go with it. Wasn't Sh Sean Ashmore? I always mess it up. Who was, um, we'll get there. They're, so, I they're so identical. I know. It's... It messes me up. It's like John Heater and Dan Heater. Because every, yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Uh -huh. Dan even goes, jeez. I had him do it. He goes, no, I'm not doing it. I'm like, yeah, you're brothers. You say you're identical. You, you talk alike. You do everything. Go ahead. Give me a, you guys are freaking ridiculous. Like Napoleon, and he did it for me, and I think mine sounded better. Lex struggles at Bellevue, uh, Bell Reeve, reaching new heights when Lionel Luther orders radical electroshock therapy. Thankfully, Clark decides to break him out. Unthankfully, Clark has familiar foes waiting for him on the inside. This was an adventure. This episode was an adventure. It opens one month later in Bell Reef Sanitarium as the visibly distressed and deranged patients shuffle in line for their medication, including billionaire Lex Luther. As Lex sits down to do some arts and crafts, we see him spit out his pills, which I thought was really cool into the paint, and then begin a pretty purple painting. What was do it you like? notice these the colors of the paint? Superman colors and purple. Red was there blue? Red, red blue, blue like yellow, purple, and purple. Well, yes, that's true. I know that. Two primary colors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Make a second. But you color. but you don't know what purple actually looks like, right? Yeah, I mean I can't <laughs> differentiate it sometimes with blue. Anyway, um, I remember that it was filled with if you really take notice, and a lot of times extras or they don't even say extras, that's a bad word for them. Uh background. They should be called actors. Background actors. <laughs> because they were background performers. Background performers, that's what I'm trying to say. They were awesome. They, I remember yeah. Greg saying, hey, go around and make sure you like everything that you're seeing, like all the other. And I remember going, I go, hey, do what you're doing. It's great. Do that more thing where you're you're going like this or do that. Just hold your head like this. Or I, I remember working with them. I just remember working with them. You're not supposed to, but Greg told me to. He says, you want to do that? I go, yes. And I really, yeah, um, 
we worked well together and i remember i applauded everybody just saying man you guys are awesome because that scene they really they could have just hired a bunch of extras and said okay just uh we'll just keep moving but you saw a lot of these people kind of losing it and having their own problems and each person uh was different than the other and it was mm-hmm. it had a lot of movement in it and it was chaos and uh, i really like it really like people it. might people might not know that background performers uh the director is not allowed to speak to them directly. It has to go through the first AD. That's true. Or the actor. Yeah. Or the actor's not supposed to. I mean, there were times where, and I I would do the same thing sometimes, especially when I'm walking past people, you know, like, hey man, don't move when I walk by. I'll move around you. You know, quick little things because, or with Lex, people should move out of his way when he walks by. He should not adjust his direction for anybody. It's like little things like that. You know, uh, Stanley Kubrick in the movie The Shining, um, his background actors in the uh, famous uh, bar scene where they're in the back and that, you know, the, the club, the, uh, I forgot what it was called, but he says, don't act like you're talking, talk, just don't say anything. Just don't like be audible. Oh. So it's like, if I'm talking to you, I don't just go. Cause it looks stupid. But if I go, Like come up with a conversation, but you're not. It's 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 one of the most difficult things to do. It is, but do it. <laughs> like I, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen background performers talk to each other and be like, "Okay, what? Let's figure out something to to mouth to, yeah, so that we're on the same page. Otherwise, you just yeah." Lucky for Lex, Clark has come to visit. As he passes through the halls, Clark runs into familiar classmates who he has gotten committed to the psych ward, including Van McNulty, Extinction, Eric Summers, Leach, Ian Randall, Dichotic. Awesome. Loved all those little one-liners. Hey, Clark. Yeah. Come to visit or whatever. As Lex is finishing the apocalyptic portrait, he locks eyes with Clark. By the way, Greg Beeman drew that, the director. He drew that picture. He (laughs) drew that painting. Nobody knows that, but I remember it. He tells Clark that he knows his secret, but he hasn't shared it with anyone. He asks Clark to break him out, but when Clark denies him, Lex lunges for his throat. I remember that was just, I wanted people to hold me back. I wanted to keep going at you. And I wanted it to be visceral, and uh, it was exciting. Later that day, back in his cell, Lex is greeted by a guard with his next round of drugs. Lex stand up, stands up, stabs the guard with a pencil he was stowing away. He then uses the guard's keys to make a break for it. He takes out another guard and makes his way through the vents to the outside perimeter. His prison break is stopped as he's tased, trying to climb over the barbed wire fencing. Why don't you like that? <laughs> because your hands weren't bandaged the rest of the episode. I didn't notice it. Did you, Ryan? I let it go. They probably shot. They probably shot that sequence after on the what? two days of second unit, following the actual initial filming of the episode, and somebody missed that. Sure, really? Huh? Yeah, it wasn't bandaged. <laughs> I didn't notice it, but I'm glad you did, asshole. Back <laughs> on the Ken farm, Clark is shell shocked, explaining what happened to his parents. Uh, Jonathan is hesitant for Clark to get more involved because he thinks Lex knows his son's secret is much different than Pete knowing. Martha goes on to console her son, suggesting he visit Lana. Clark says that she's better off without him, but Martha feels otherwise. Beautiful moment where she, where Martha says, you can save everyone in the world, but you need to take care of your own heart. I thought that was just a great line. It was yeah. a great scene. Yeah, she is. She's always, she always delivers. Over at Smallville Medical, we see Lana taking... Steps in physical therapy as her leg heals. Though Lana thinks she's making strides with her recovery, fellow patient Adam, Ian Summerholder, eggs her on, suggesting that she could be pushing it more and that nobody's going to help her fight this battle. 
I thought he was a little aggressive, but you know, it's you know, whatever. I, I, I don't, I don't think anybody liked that he was doing it, but it was good tension. And it, you know, there's this theory that some guys do where they, if they like a girl, they, they sort of insult them first because no one ever does, and it gets their attention. It's very like, you know, evil and destructive. But that's what he's doing. Yeah, passive aggressive. Back at Bell yeah. Reeve, Lionel visits his son, who is now physically restrained in his cell, and Lex tells his father that he's secured patient and ready to come home. But with tears in his eyes, Lionel tells his son that he has sabotaged any plans of returning. What I loved about this is um, I liked that I was very relaxed and soft-spoken, just looking at him going, but I'm good. Dad, I'm, I'm cured. I, I'm ready. I'm, I... And then his father says, I'm sorry, Lex. And then I'm like, you <laughs> you know bleep that jason but uh i like that i like that scene it was subtle and then got intense and you know and then lionel left and i kept screaming at him inside the ward uh van ian and eric get together and share their grievances for clark even though van is hesitant to help these freaks he agrees because the enemy of his enemy is his friend i like that line mm-hmm. that's a quote from yeah. somebody probably art of the war. enemy <laughs> of your enemy is another man's friend or i just saw i just saw jesse a couple weeks ago he still looks that good yeah well, he's naturally <laughs> beautiful that <laughs> night in luther headquarters lionel meets with dr foster upset with the lack of progress from her efforts lionel pushes for a dangerous experimental procedure to cure so this is the only thing i didn't like i thought it showed no empathy for lex like you're doing something that you don't know like the outcome is could be very catastrophic and you're saying no do it do it i don't care do it i didn't think that was in like i didn't want lionel to be that callous or that um maniacal or 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 that apathetic i i feel like and this only because we just interviewed al miles and they spoke to the fact that lionel was doing something for lex that he that he believed was right i think this could have been a scene that for him to say that i know you don't agree with what i'm doing but you know, however, this is this is for his own good. Yeah. Like that could have been I a little that. thing. Instead of using his strength to break out Lex, Clark is using his brain. We see him inside the torch trying to find out how Dr. Foster has been drugging him and why he should be released, as all of this information would be publicly accessible. When Clark discovers that Lex is due for electro clock, electro shock therapy, <laughs> he decides to take action. The next day at Bell Reeve, we see Jesse working out shirtless, of course. His session gets interrupted as the guards. Uh, bringing him some media raw contraband. Jess continues his killer workout as Ian comes out of the showers. Ian craps a clone out of his back, and then both <laughs> Ian kill both Ian's kill Jesse by choking him with his own barbell. So that was like pretty like it was kind of comical, but uh, I was like, wow, he doesn't have much of a role in this episode. That was it. That no. was weird. It was weird. It was like that's was what you committed to coming on. Yeah. Maybe he had more. He and probably, just cut it. I, I bet he worked one day. Yeah, yeah, I'll work one day for ten grand. Clark and Chloe go to confront Dr. Foster about her plans for radical electroshock therapy as she checks on a brain-fried patient who presumably just had the procedure. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Was that also someone we were supposed to, we were supposed to recognize? Was that, was that a guy from I the previous so. I don't think so. I don't think so, because, I mean, they bring him in I to just lie up. there. 
I don't think so. I didn't look it up. Back at Belle Reve, Ian makes a delivery with magazines to Lex's cell. Ian shares his plans to escape and tries to cut in Lex if he can help him buy a new identity on the outside. Lex turns him down, but has a change of heart when Ian shows him his upcoming shock therapy appointment. Now, the only thing I'm thinking is Lex doesn't have access to anything. He's in a he's in an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Asylum. He can't like get money for him. No one's going to bring money to him, even with his connections. Be, he doesn't. He can't call he, anybody. Yeah. He's he's just asking for a for an agreement that he would do it, and I kept thinking Lex would just say, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> fine, fine great, let's do it, let's get me out of here." Yeah. Over at Smallville Medical, we see Lana pushing it through the pain, pushing through the pain during physical therapy to the point of falling down. She's helped back up by Adam, who has come to apologize, and she admits that she's been she hasn't been pushing it because she's afraid of facing hey. life when things are back to normal on the outside. Come, you know. Um, I'm very honest. Were you into those scenes, Ryan? No, I mean, I I knew it was happening. I don't know. You knew it was a love, fine. love situation was brewing. I mean, um, yeah, I knew. You kind of knew, knew it was, this is a setup for something. Yeah, yeah. I I I enjoyed watching Lana fight for her integrity. Yeah, yeah. That, that I was did good. like that. Yeah, no, I liked it. I think yeah. the episode needed. I think the character needed. Uh, as they talk, Lana learns why Adam is in there because a beam fell on him as he tried rescuing his parents from a burning building. The two trauma bond and share fears of the future. Now, I thought immediately he's lying. Like, we'll find mm. out he's lying because he probably heard that her parents died, so mm. he wants an in like that. That's the first thing I thought. Well, or, or I thought uh, that the beam fell down and the fire was caused by Clark somehow. We're going to tie that back. Somewhere. I think this oh. dude killed his parents just like Lionel Luther did. Yeesh. I don't oh. have any idea. I don't know where I'm getting that. I just said it. At Smallville High, Clark uh, shares his plans to stop Lex's shock therapy with Pete. Pete says it's a bad idea because Lex can't be trusted with his secret and won't have his back. Their combo gets interrupted as Chloe walks in to announce that Dr. Foster has been found dead after a car accident off camera, of course. I wanted to see I love the way. I love the way Pete goes, y'all got to knock this off right now. <laughs> yeah. You, like, you guys... You guys gotta. This come shit's on. whack. Wake up, yeah. I mean, I also like that he yells at Clark for like burdening him with his secret. Like he's like, I gotta walk around with this, and you're about to like go try to bust Lex out of. No, stop that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you, right. Yeah, like the, you you put this on me, so like you continue to keep this a secret because you're now affecting my life. I like that. And it was brief, but it paid off. Yeah. Talkville is brought to you by Good Chop. If you haven't heard us talk about this, uh, this this is unbelievable. This is an unbelievable company. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on schedule. I cooked some of these steaks, and it was the best meat I've had, and I'm not... I want, I'm going to name drop, but I, went, I won't name drop. I went to my friend Skeet's house, and we barbecued. And I put these on the grill, and I don't know what it was, but Good Chop completely sold me. Uh, you can choose from over 70 high-quality cuts, 100% grass-fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet mignon, free-range and organic chicken breast, pork tenderloin, thick-cut bacon. Uh, they also have wild-caught seafood, salmon, Pacific cod, scallop, shrimp, and more. Tom, have you had this? No, this is good stuff, guys. Um I've had it all, and I want more. I mean, that's the easiest way to produce it. Yeah, it's uh, I really am. When I get these boxes, I get so excited. 
because I know I'm going to be fed for the week. And what's great is it doesn't cost a fortune for this great. You could have quality meats. Uh, Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74. And unlike a lot of companies, Tom, Good Chop sources its meat and seafood exclusively from American farms and fisheries so you can support local family farms and independent ranchers right here in the U.S. The products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want, just like I do. Good Shop especially prides itself on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. No artificial ingredients, only the good stuff. And, you know, they're so they're so confident in this product, as am I and Tom here, uh, that they offer 100% money-back guarantee here. So love Good Shop or get your money back. This stuff's the real deal. If you want delicious meats or seafood, this is the place. Good Shop. Go to goodchop.com slash talkville120 and use code talkville120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code at talkville120 at goodchop.com slash talkville120 for $120 off. goodchop.com slash talkville120 code talkville120. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Dot com slash Talkville. That night at Bell Reeve, Clark decides to take things in his own hands. He breaks into the ward and frees Lex from his shackles, confirming Lex's suspicions all this time. However, Clark suddenly becomes weak, gets punched by one of the Ians who is holding a kryptonite rock. Then both Ians decide to jump Lex and Clark. Those guys were cool to work with. Um, easy, fun. There's an outtake of me farting in my thing where I'm all boxed up in the shackles or whatever and i farted when he walks in he goes really dude and i go when you gotta go you just gotta let it go brother look he, he was so he, chill he, he was fun he was like good lord i remember exactly where we were where we were on set where the set was made in the back of the studio um over at what do you call it what's the second studio called <laughs> i forget i t- i just forget and i don't think i'll remember it but it, it had its own name yeah. What was the first was like stage down- called? Forget that too. It was. I, I just say Burnaby because they were both stages. there on different sides of the Sky Train. It was the name of the street. When you, do you remember they had to time the Sky Train? And the first AD would be like, hold. And the Sky Train would go by. Yeah. And they'd be like, continue. Yep. Ian brings Clark into a separate room where Eric has prepared his own sort of shock therapy to generate enough voltage so that he can absorb Clark's powers. 
Back at Smallville Medical, Lana is getting closer with Adam as she pushes through the, her PT. Their intense eye contacts get broken when Martha walks in to give Lana a ride home. Martha plays wingman for Clark and tells her, even though Clark's situation is difficult to understand, he never meant to put her in danger. I thought that was nice. Do you think Lana called Martha to come pick her up? No. No way. No way. She's, she's just, just a little... From you. I have to keep You know, what, Annette did something really great here where Ian is there with, with Kristen and he, and he exits and he walks by Annette. And Annette, the wonderful actor she is, is going, wait, this kid's just going to walk by me and not say anything? Like her adding hello, she definitely just did that. Because she's like, I'm oh, not yeah. going to let an actor walk by me and not acknowledge them. Yeah. You know what I liked is when Lana is telling you, I have to stay away from you, Clark, for my own safety or whatever. And then as she passes out, she looks like she has a pained look on her face. Like, oh. I like that she had a little bit of pain. Right. She just didn't fall asleep. She's in, I, I oh. think that was a good choice. That was cool. After Lex tries to make another escape, he's tackled by orderlies and sedated. When he comes to, he's on a table getting prepared for shock therapy with his father in the room. Lex gets a long rubber item placed in his mouth, and then the shocking begins. Did you have an issue with that on the day? Did you make a joke? Oh, dude. I was like, no, no. I have a, a strong, uh, gag strong gag, gag reflex. Lex. I will throw up. I will I'll die from so, my own puke. So you're saying that that a picture, a screenshot of that moment is not on your table at a con for people to, no. to choose and from? No, it looked sexual, that thing. I was like, stop it. I don't want to. I hated it, and it was so big. It wouldn't fit in my mouth, and I was like really gagging. I was gag state university. I was like, <laughs> I hate those gaggle things. rock. I was like, <laughs> dude, it was. Gag Inspector Gagget. Inspector Gagget. Gagaramus. <laughs> Well, what else we got? I get, uh, I, I get it though. I've, I've thrown up at the dentist doing the X-ray thing where they stick that thing in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. I, I was feeling for you. Yeah. It's not fun putting something like that in your mouth and being tied down and just going crazy. It hurts your neck. It hurts your back. It hurts your everything. It's like, it's a lot, and they make you go nuts and nuts and nuts. And you know, it was crazy. In the other shock experiment, we see Eric and Ian shocking the powers out of Clark. This is apparent because immediately after, Eric throws away his glasses. There's a quick thing that happens if, at the beginning of this scene where you see Clark on the gurney and you notice my legs aren't straight. And that's because my, I, I, at that time, I, it's, I did done something to my back and it was uncomfortable. And I remember laying on the gurney and being like, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to lay straight. It looks boring. So I pulled my knee up. I'm like, does this look all right? And they're like, yeah, we don't care. Like, I thought I was like, you really remember doing that though. Like, yeah, and they're like, we, have, we don't care. Roll the cameras. You remember the little yeah. things. Instead of taking the opportunity to escape, Eric uses his newfound powers to kick Clark's ass. Ian tries pushing him to leave, but instead also receives an ass whooping himself. During the scuffle, Clark uses the same kryptonite rock that leaked him, that leaked him to tackle Eric into a generator and transfer powers back. Interesting. Uh, there was a good moment here where I could see myself making a choice where I say, tell the line is, tell me where Lex is now. And I separated the now from the rest of it. And I remember being like, I'm going to, I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> uh, the ah. generator starting and stopping causes issues to Lex's nearby electrotherapy. The doctors are hesitant on proceeding with the therapy because of technical difficulties, but Lionel orders them again. I was like, God, you were right. Mean like, <laughs> stop, leave this guy alone. 
Back in the gentler storyline, <laughs> Lana is preparing <laughs> to leave Smallville Medical walking on her own. She does. She says goodbye to Adam and tells him that even though he helped her push through the physical pain, he still needs to push through his emotional pain. The next day, Clark visits Lex, who is back home at Luther Mansion. Lex seems to be doing much better, but has little memory of a psychotic break and what went on inside Belle Reeve. What I like about that, it was very, it was very dreamy. It was like, hey, Clark, it's so nice to see you. It felt like he was just not the same guy anymore. It was, it was sad. It was like, oh, my God, what happened to him? I guess we'll find out. But it's, it was, did you see the sense that? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I would, sorry, Greg, go no, no, go, you go. I was just going to say that it was one of those, you could tell that they, you know, Clark was trying to care about him, but as a viewer, I was like, is he just lying? Like I, and I, I don't know what the answer is. And it was fun to kind of just be like, is he faking this? Like, yeah, I don't lying. know. I don't remember. So <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, I guess he's, his memory's washed at this point. Clark returns home uneasy about not being able to stop Lex's electrotherapy and convinced that Lionel damaged his son. Clark is adamant that someone needs to make Lionel pay for what he's done. As his parents try to get through to Clark, telling him there are people out there more powerful than him, he mutters that he wishes he could also erase the last few months. You know, I wanted to say one thing about that last scene, the hug between Clark and Lex. I'm glad you, there's something you didn't do, and I'm glad you didn't do it. In the hug, you kept your eyes closed and there was a little, you know, reaction. What I'm really glad didn't happen is that you, in the hug, you at the end, you just like looked up. Yeah. I'm so glad that, that didn't happen. That you you got to keep it ambiguous. Yeah. That would have ruined whatever you'd been like, oh, yeah. great. He's lying for sure. Over yeah. at Luther Corp, we see Lionel replaying footage from Bell Reeve with enhanced audio of Lex telling Clark that he knows his secret. I know your secret. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me about this? We've been trying to cool. figure this out. That night, Clark decides to get back on the horse and join his friends for a welcome home party for Lana. He sees her struggling to walk with a cane and is unable to face her, deciding to immediately walk out of the party. Mm -hmm. I love that there's this big party of all these people for Lana, and we don't know any of them. We've never seen her interact <laughs> with any of them. None of these people. No I one. thought that Kristen's look at the end of this scene was perfect. Oh yeah, uh, yours, I'm glad too. they went. Your look to that. was awesome. Thank you. Um, you know, I was glad that I was done at the psych ward. Um, two full episodes of craziness had taken its toll. I needed to kind of just like lay off me for a bit. Um, it was a lot I couldn't maintain. Did you? I mean, did you remember if you? Because I know you were you you flew out you flew to L.A. and back a lot. During these two episodes, did you did you stay nope. put? I stayed. I yeah. stayed. I didn't mess around. Uh, you know, Bryce said, does anyone treat you differently on set while you're shooting dark scenes like this? They just give you your space. They just give you respect. They just yeah. they want you to be good. They want you to do well. Um there there's, guest there's stars. a little thing there was a little thing I said in the last episode about talking to a director to to just be on the same page about them, you know, feeling comfortable to 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 direct you. Um, not that they don't, but, um, I think the other thing that I've had other actors say to me when it seems like this is just sort of like, if there's anything you need from me, I'm going to give you your space, but if there's anything you need, just let me know. And yeah. that helps too. learn my you know lines, what I mean? dude. Can you do that? <laughs> Interesting things of note. Interesting things of there's note. a newspaper headline about the Themyscirian queen visiting the Pope, a reference to Wonder Woman's mother, Queen Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Oh my gosh. 
I don't know the names of these things. Don't give me grief. That's cool. A guard calls Lex Curly, alluding to the Three Stooges. <laughs> Bald Curly. And, yeah. Huh. When Lionel Luther is taking talking to Lex before the electroshock, he says that if it were gangrene, they could just amputate, a reference for Lex's cancer in his hand in the comics. I did not oh. know that, Ed. Weird wound stop. Great show tonight. Uh, Buddy Hackett is here. <laughs> it was so cold. How cold was it? I saw a Robin putting his worm in the microwave. <laughs> Weird wild stuff there, Ed. Um, you know, this is a... It was another strong episode. Uh, it was a little bit freak of the week, uh, you know, a little bit, but um, but it but it embraced but it. Worked. It, it worked. I, I liked it. It worked. I mean, it was, a, so it was glad... a callback. Yeah, I'm so glad that when Clark was walking through and all those characters were coming out, um, at least even the guard is like, "You got a lot of friends here," and then it moved on. But I'm glad they acknowledged it. I mean, there's not one person that works in the psych ward that goes, "Wait a second, there's like." Seven people in here who keep talking about Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No one ever mentions that. Um, gosh, it makes you really. It made me go, "Wow, who's that?" No, it made me think. <laughs> it was it, it was a lot of that. <laughs> I was going, "Damn, who's that?" <laughs> damn, Wait, damn, who's uh, that? Who's that? Wait, I know that person. Hold on. But I like that it wasn't like it, it took a chance. It just said, "Hey, we're going to go this. We're going to do some callbacks from episodes for fans that are watching." Is it the first well, like supervillain team that Clark has faced in this series? Technically, well, except for the invisible dickheads. Oh, the invisible dickheads! Now it's time for the hotline two one three jet cute. I love seeing people wearing. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
named one of the best personal finance podcasts. The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Two and three Jet Cute shirts. We don't have those on, on TalkvillePodcast.com, but we have lots of other shirts. Um, I always see people in their Talkville shirts, and I, I just love it. And here's uh, patron privilege, top patrons. Uh, here's a here's a question from uh, good old Michael P. Hey, everyone. It's Michael Pichoni from Texas. In the episode of Asylum, is it just me, or is there a sense of irony in the moments when Clark regains his former self and powers, and simultaneously Lex loses everything he once was while undergoing electroshock therapy? I, I find it very hard to believe that it was just a coincidence. In fact, I suspect it's amazing writing on behalf of the writers of Smallville, but I wanted to get your thoughts and see if you picked up on that. Thanks. Um, yeah. What do you think, Tom? I, I didn't pick up on it, uh, but I'm happier now that Michael P. brought that up. It, it informs it even more. Yeah. Thank you, I, I think Michael that's, P. Uh, that was interesting that you no- noticed that. I, I did notice that, but now that you say it, good for you, Michael. You always have good questions or statements. John. This is John, patron. Hi, my name is John Georges from Florida. Um, I had a question about an upcoming episode, um, Asylum. I wanted to ask if you guys thought that maybe the showrunner should have kept Lex in the Asylum for, for a bit longer, uh, maybe a few more episodes of the season. And do you think they should have played with Lex knowing Clark's secret for a bit longer? Uh, thank you, guys, and uh, appreciate you and love the show. Great question. I, you know, now that I think of it, I think they could have gone an extra episode in Asylum. And, but I think maybe it depends what the ep- next episode's like. Maybe watching, I, will I think this was the good time to get out. I, you know, it brings to mind when it's it's such a big jump when Lex is getting shocked, and the next time you see him, he's just in his. And maybe it was on purpose. He's just in his office. There could there could have been a scene somewhere if they were going to go another episode. There could have been a scene where Clark visits him in the hospital just before he's going to be released. Yeah. You know what I mean? There could but, have been that. But like, what, do you, what are you going to do? Yeah. When he had the electro th- electroshock therapy, I think you could add one more scene in the asylum where yeah. they interview him, like the doctor sits there and talks to him, and he says all the things that he says, Lex, what do you remember? Um, yeah. I remember, and he says, I remember um, being in the barn in clark's barn doing something what do you remember about this about your mm-hmm. father or your grandparents i i, I don't i love my father you know, something else. all these things and then they say i think he's ready and then maybe lionel says one more shock therapy to make sure <laughs> but then he you know, then he comes home but that would have been cool victoria Hi, this is victoria from vancouver this is for asylum season three episode nine do you think this is CW trying to cram a bunch of hot guys into one episode. <laughs> well, because yeah, we didn't have the, like we didn't have Bug Girl there or something. All right, Victoria, first you get credit for being the shortest question ever on the hotline, <laughs> nine seconds, and I adore you for that. That was great. Look, they always like to get hot guys on the show, but I don't think like I look at Sean and 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 um, what's his name, Jesse. And I don't look at them as hot. 
I think Metcalf is high. He's got a hot body. He's ripped up. The other guys are are charming and and cute, but I wouldn't say they're all hot. I'd say Good Tom's answer. hot. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> so that is so ridiculous. I love it, <laughs> Jason. Hey, it's Jason from Pittsburgh. This question is for Michael and Tom. Season three, episode nine. It's entitled Asylum. Did you guys notice in the scene with Jonathan Taylor Thomas uh, talking to Lex back in the cell, he's pushing a card of magazines, and on the cover of one of the magazines, it says, Themyscirian Queen to visit Vatican City. That means Wonder Woman's mom met the Pope on Smallville. Love you guys. Love the show. Michael, brilliant performance as a crazed person. There's Jack Nicholson's performance in Cuckoo's Nest, and then there's your performance. Wonderful job, sir. Love you guys. Nice. Love the show. Oh, Jason, Love Superman. you are wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, Forgot we about that, we mentioned that before in the comic book, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I would never have noticed that. I would have been like, what does that say? I, but I, I'm, I don't pay attention to detail as much as I probably should. Do you know who produced Cuckoo's Nest? Michael um, Douglas. Sidney Lumet? I don't know. Who? Michael, Michael Douglas. He did. Wow. Yeah. Um, do I think Eric, do, do I think Lionel was trying to help his son or did he have ulterior motives, ulterior motives? Uh, I don't think he was trying to help his son. I thought he was trying to save his own ass. Uh, Nicole. Hey guys, this is Nicole from Massachusetts. Um, when Mike, when you were in those, that cage for the majority of the episode, did you find it really hard to work like that and do all those scenes laying there? Um, and also how often did you guys, did you prank the cast, uh, with everything? Cause I do recall a season three gag reel where you did let one rip in front of JTT. So, yep, uh, there you go. curious to know, love the podcast. Keep it up guys. Thanks. Um, I did not like working in the cage, and I found it very limiting. You are just, you have to trust your insides and less movement, and you're not, no props, no hands. It's just your head turning and looking and acting and feeling everything with just your face. That's it. It's There's no, there's no, it, it, it is difficult when you're not used to that. You know, you're just talking like this, and you can't move the rest of your body. You're like, okay, Ryan, so here's the deal. I can't move my hand right now. I want to pick my nose. I still want to pick my nose. But uh, yes. Can um, someone pick Can someone pick my nose? Can someone <laughs> pick my nose now? And pick my nose while I'm waiting for someone to pick my nose. No, the other right side. Not left. <laughs> you can this, you on and on. This is uh, John. Good old Jan. Jan? Hi, this is John from Seattle, Washington. This is around the time that we meet Adam Knight. Of course, uh, there were rumors at the time the show came out that Adam Knight was actually Bruce Wayne. Uh, Adam being, you know, a reference to Adam West and the Gotham Knight. Uh, do we know if this is true at all? I'd love to know. Thanks, guys. What? Huh. Are you guys aware of the rumors of Adam's character being a nod to Adam West and introducing a Batman-like character? I had no idea. Not a clue. I mean, That's cool. Does, is, does he have more episodes? Did he die? Who? Adam. He could, West? He, yeah. yeah, recently, though. No, Adam's character. Not in this episode. Adam is um Ian Summerhouse. Wow. I know Ian comes back at least for an episode or two cuz he was he turns into Alana's boyfriend spoiler alert. Do you think anybody called him Ian Summerhold him instead of hold her? Probably. You know, I bet they did. Ian so Ian Summerhold him. Yeah. I think everyone just called him Ian and they didn't even try. Ian he was, he was really nice. I saw him for the first time in years 
with you. We were overseas years ago. And he was just really nice. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't um, lying about the burning building. Maybe he wasn't. I think he was. He was definitely lying. If he's bad. Um, you know, another question Carolyn had was, "How hard was it laying on a metal table with all my back injuries?" I mean, it, it's not fun sitting like that. You have to put your legs up, and you have to. I said, "Get me out of here. Let me walk around." Cold metal floor, all that shit. It's it's never it's never great. It's the little things. As long as I'm moving and I'm doing things, and I'm I'm usually okay. But when I'm standing, that's when things aren't good. When I'm sedentary, it's. It, there's there was no padding on that table. I mean, to lay on your back on a hard floor is not fun after a couple minutes. No, like it's not like you. I don't mean to sound like lying. oh poor us. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things left in the air. Like, is this the end of the love triangle? I hope it is. I don't think Chloe even considers that anymore at this point. I think Lana is over it. She's moving on. I think Clark doesn't want to move on, but knows he probably has to. I think, you know, Lex, we don't know what's going on with Lex, what he remembers, what he doesn't, how it's going to affect him. Um, Lionel is took a turn for the worse. We've never seen him this evil, although – you know, even though we talked to Miles and Al last episode, they're like, you know, he always thinks he's doing good for his son in his mind, but how could he possibly think? It's because he wants to erase Lex's memory of all these. Well, things Well, I also happen. think, I also think with what Al said, doing well for for his son means he wants to keep Lex in a game for him as a pawn, but under certain circumstances. So he, you know, he doesn't want to kill Lex because he still wants to use him in a, in a limited. Capacity. capacity yeah 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 i see that All he doesn't right, well, get rid of you know, people yeah here's a text from international folks who couldn't call in i think it says jimmy jimmy says michael how many takes did you shoot for the electroshock therapy uh i'm hoping it was oh. not more than one but i assume it was probably like five you know close up wide shot mid shot you know it was probably five i wonder eight. i wonder if they used i wonder if they used three cameras on that i don't know if you remember but that's a, that's a thing where you kind of want that so you the actor can really go for it, but for like three times, two yeah. times. But they Instead wanted of, that special shot uh, close up of me with the ball thing in the mouth. So I think that they had to shoot that separately, right? You couldn't get a wide shot with a camera right in front of your face. But I would have loved it if they shot a, you know, hung a camera up or put a jib or something with a camera with a long lens on me while shooting a wide shot. That would have been freaking cooler, but they didn't do that. Uh, Rosenbaum <laughs> ratings. Uh, we'll start out with Tommy this time. Tom boy. I mean. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. I wanted to like it. Um, wanted to. I think it's a two and a half. I think it's it's incredible. I, I think it's well-crafted. I will say, and I said this before the show, I thought at times I felt the pacing got a little slow. Um, but other than that, I, I really I enjoyed the performances. Two I love seeing all these people coming back. It was cool. And a half roses. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. Wow. Ryan. <laughs> um, wow. Two and a half roses. 
Uh, I didn't think you'd go there. I'm going to go one and a half only because I liked the last episode better. I 100% agree with you. And I don't know. Well, I know why. I mean, there was just so much happening the last one. But this one, like having like just recapped it a little bit, I think. I don't know. I'm going to give it one and a half roses, too. I thought it was wasn't as good as Shattered, which I gave two. And um, even though it was fun, the freak of the weeks, it was, it was still a good episode. I would recommend this episode, but I think Shatter was better. It was a two. This was a one and a half. Yeah. You know, more than I think about it, maybe Shatter was a two and a half, and mm-hmm. this was a two. You know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it was because you know I don't think you're gonna get a lot of episodes that were better than. Well, anyway. Death and save count. Death and save. Two dead. Ian kills Van. Claire dies in a car accident. Zero saved. Through nine episodes in season three, 11 dead, 14 saved. Series 70 dead, 84 saved. And now, Ryan, you have all three scenes written down and the one you've chosen? I do. All right, what are they? Uh, scene one, I'm including the whole cold open from okay. the beginning to when Lex um, grabs the barbed wire. Uh, scene two, um, when Clark recharges himself and the, the whole fight scene. And scene three is when Lex comes back and gives Clark a hug. Mm. I'm going to go opening scene. Clark, Tom. I'm going to go hug. I I went, well, it's the opening scene. Yes. It had to be. That was awesome. Because I think like. I went, I went. I that went. was the. Damn it. That was the part that wrote me in. And then I think as it went along, I think I got a little bit less roped in but that opening thing was like it was you got all the asylum parts you got like clark like coming in and seeing all the people he's Me put away out the freak outs um yeah i thought it was really really well done michael way to go thank you and clark. Uh, thank you clark, uh well done what greg beeman crew of smallville couldn't do it without you and the makeup um wardrobe all that stuff natalie you killed it we're gonna have natalie on the podcast I can't wait. She's going to come on. She was our makeup artist for Tom for 10 years or something like that. Me for seven. Um, she's She knows me more than most people. She, and I feel sorry for her for that. Uh, all right, look, that is it for this episode. These last two episodes were just, wow, holy crap episodes. Um, please stick around next week as things settle down and we talk about season three, episode 10, Whisper. But, um, Whisper doesn't sound like it would be a great episode because it's just called Whisper. <laughs> it's probably a freak of the week. Whisper. Something happens. Like this guy can whisper with his butt cheeks or something. Want <laughs> <laughs> to call him SBD? Can oh, I ask you a question? <laughs> um, yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was good. Two good episodes. Uh, look, talkvillepodcast.com awesome merch get your cool merch get a zoom with me and tom we only do one every quarter so once they, those book up for the day we're done um so get those and uh, also a little shout out to inside of you with michael rosenbaum if you haven't listened to it great episodes i hope you like them uh we talk about um you know everything mental illness and it's real conversations candid open with uh celebrities and uh, I hope you like that. You can get merch at the Inside of You online store and TalkvillePockets.com. And please join Patreon.com slash Talkville to support our show so we can keep it going. We appreciate you. Tom, why don't you give the uh, 
I want to say like George C. Scott. Would that be all right? It is not in the files. <laughs> Always hold on to Smallville. All right, Tommy. Good seeing you, buddy. Ryan. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan. See you guys. You rock. Everybody. Right. Rock and roll. And now it's time for the top tier patron shout out. Without you, we couldn't do this show. Patreon.com slash talkville. We love you. And we're going to shout your names out because you're the best. Here we go, Tommy. I'm going to take it away with Nikki G. Leanne P. Thank you very much. See, there's <laughs> even more on the back. Nice. Isn't that great? Raj C. Santiago M. Leah and Kristen. Little Lisa Thomas. The Lee Floor. Thank you for all your call-ins. Sophia M, Betsy D, Abby P, Ray H, Karen Apple M, Danielle 8, 99 more, Leilani, got it right, N, Brett G, always hold on to smell, Esteban G, DJ Kento, Garrett W, Kimberly L, Tom N, Jason W, Osama A, Lana Rums with Banana W, Nancy D, Brian G, Sarah W, Amanda R, Teddy, 127, Michael P, Theo M, Ryan R and Jordan M. Hillary B, Randy B, Craig G, Christy R, Karen P, Derek G, Jor L, Heather and Greg, Nico P, I made talk, they'll say butts. Eric K, Kristen P, the wonderful Craig C, the awesome Ashley Ryan, Nanine W, the insanely cool Stephanie K, the Darth Achilles awesomeness, Finky, Tamara H, Stephen F, damn, who that? Jeanette E, Deadvid, General Zod, Big D, Big D, Doug R, Carlos C, Tommy Z, Boston 68, Ken G, Corey L, Mr. Home Arcade, Amanda, Jesse C, Claire B, D Brown, Karen Era M, and Eldon Supremo. Leslie V, McBurtz, Ginger Moose, Christoph S, Michelle M, Drew, Brittany S, Marisol P, coming on soon. Veronica Q, Sebastian F, Surplus Cranky Pants, Sourpuss Cranky Pants, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't have my font big enough, apparently. David G, Matthew, and Lincoln B, Carol B, The Coopers, Mary and Louise L, C, Geo, mm-hmm. Cindy C, and Nikki L. Bish, Bash, Bosh's Lemon Pledge. Love oh, boy. It. Shannon, Thanks for Fan and M. I love that. Everybody has a sense of humor. I love it. It's it's good that you're being creative. Brian S., Tina E., Matt R., Anthony R., Jen T., Jess D., Cassie B., Felicia R., Danny M., DS, the RN, registered nurse, I suppose, JS, Robert G., <laughs> Rachel D. We love you. Thank you so much. Could not do this without you. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you, Tommy. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks.